Good morning, good evening, good whatever time it is or day it is that you're listening to this. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. My name is Juan. My name is Abby. And if you missed us last week, it's okay because we missed it too. So (laughs) no sweat there. We're all good. You don't got to catch up on anything unless this is your first episode. You would know the drill by now considering this is what, 27 episodes? This is the 27th episode? Oh, it might be. Yeah, you got a lot to catch up on, so start over. We say this in a bunch of them later on, catch up. There's a lot that happens, a lot of growth from episode zero. Yeah, literally. And liter- and and literally, I was going to say and. And literally. Metaphorically, but it doesn't make sense because it's literally your birthday this weekend. Yeah. Ironically, episode 27 is Abby's 27th birthday, two 27s. That makes 54. I I have no idea where to take that. I'm not even going to do it. I was going to say, please don't. So we're going to take this and turn it over to you, ma'am. Thanks. Let's talk about it. About my birthday? No, about the weather. So when I originally started taking notes for, like, this episode, Mm -hmm. I had all of these really profound things. And then the closer I got, the more confusing my notes got because the more confused I felt Mm -hmm. about my birthday. Just because I always have something, like, not fun going on around my birthday. Mm -hmm. And um, today I was thinking about it and I was like reflecting on celebrating my birthday the past two years that we've lived where we are now Mm -hmm. and what that's looked like and how I've celebrated my birthday as like being a adult that takes care of themselves Mm -hmm. right and since we've moved here we've done so much growth and you know they have obviously seen that on this podcast and have taken this journey with us mm-hmm. from the starting point of just March when we began. Yeah. And what I realized is, you know, we've been on like a two year, just every single day, healing, healing, healing since we've moved in here. What, what Did I start my Saturday videos here? Yeah. So this really started. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And what I realized is that because of where my birthday falls, um, it's right at the same time as Halloween, that... Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I always celebrate my birthday, and we've always planned these past two years um, a Halloween party slash my birthday. And at said Halloween slash birthday party, we drink a lot, and we would get drunk, and we would... Have a lot of fun, and I would, you have know... Have a lot of people over. Have a lot of people over, and... We had a costume party last year. Yeah. That's when you stabbed your cake. We had a costume party... We no, only did it the one just year. just last year? hmm Interesting. Are you sure? No, we had two. I was going to say, they were both Halloween parties. Yeah. Yeah. I was anime characters both. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, because I was Yusuke mm-hmm. from Yu Yu Hakusho... And then Aaron from Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you if you know those references, especially the first one. You're my bestie instantly if you know who that is. Oh my god. Anyway, back to it. So what I realized is that these past two years, I, you know, 
celebrate my birthday by us having that Halloween party. And then I would get really drunk and I would be a spectacle for everybody because it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want. It's my birthday, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, your birthday marks the period of time where you have to accept change Mm -hmm. because your age changes. And it's not necessarily about the number, but it's about the growth. And I realized that by doing those things those past two years of, like, getting drunk and embarrassing myself, because I was embarrassing myself. If you feel that way. Um, well, you would get mad. <laughs> because I always was damage control guy. I was always the one who had to be just a little less drunk because it was your birthday and, like... That just puts me in a state of paranoia and anxiety. So, like, I'm, it does make me mad. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Acceptable. But, anyway. But what I realized is by doing that those past two years, I have neglected to accept any of the change that I've made on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And so, I just kind of blow over it with, like, oh, haha, another fun drunk night for my birthday. To forget everything else out from yeah. the previous year and what I'm about to head into. Yeah. And so that this year, I have no choice but to just face it. Mm -hmm. I'm pregnant and I'm on my birthday marks one year of being a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And moving into like that role and like out of like a working role and everything. And I realized that I was like, oh, like, I, where I thought I was going to be when I gave up work last year as to where I am now, I did not think I was going to be pregnant. And Mm -hmm. to be quite honest, I didn't know how long I was going to not work for. Yeah. We had no solid plan for that. Mm -mm. No. So I started writing this, like, you know, like I said, this really profound list of things that I've learned over the past seven years, like, you know, lessons of my 20s so far. And I felt like a lot of these things do matter and they are important, but they're not as important as the blatant fact that I haven't been able to accept the growth and change that I've made over the past two years. Mm -hmm. And so this year when I was like, okay, I'm going to be 27 and this is like, this is the end of my 20s. This is like the, what's considered your late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt more of an age than 27. Every other birthday I've ever had, I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like this or whatever. But this one, I'm like willing to like look at it and be like, yeah, this is my age. And I don't feel like. You feel like you can match the energy of 27? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not, it's just, like, age is just a number. It really is. Like, it's not a big deal. I mean, deal. 27 also has, like, different, like, people have different thoughts of what 27 could be, obviously. Yeah. Or they have a certain expectation of where they want to be or what they want to be doing. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, I, this is what eight years together where we mm-hmm. said so this is the eighth birthday i've got to experience with you and like it feels like i've seen you grow so much more than just like eight years worth of growth does that make sense yeah and like this is just the start we're still only in our 20s i know that's crazy and we got so much time left I know. 
and like now that we're more aware of this and we appreciate these moments more now like we're understanding I I feel like we're just falling into the roles that we're meant to be in like mm-hmm. this is the most adult I felt yeah and I know you're definitely feeling that way and but I can also like see it yeah it's weird Mm-hmm. And I know it probably sounds like we're on some like voodoo mystical like <laughs> energy vibe crystal nonsense like I mean I can be on that. Yes, so can <laughs> I. But we've moved beyond that. Yeah. That's besides the point. Um <laughs> you made me lose my whole train of thought with that shit. <laughs> you've you've grown into a very fine adult a very fine young lady like and i say fine because (laughs) like we always say like we're aging like fine wine Mm -hmm. like it makes more sense but i'm like wow i see the woman you're becoming the woman you are and i'm just like yeah this is her this makes sense this is amazing to see Mm mm-hmm I know you have so much more profound stuff to talk about. And I know I'm, you said it was like confusing at first, but... No, no, no. It's still confusing. That's oh. the thing. So I wrote all of this stuff down. I'm really not going to talk about it, I don't think, because... Did it feel good just to like write it down, though? Yes. So writing it down felt really good. But the more that I thought about all of these things, the more I was like, am I trying to control my 27th year? Mm. And so with that, I realized that, like, naturally, I think I'm moving closer to my birthday with confusion because I think I'm trying to control what the outcome of what this year is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And that's been a pretty big lesson for me is that, like, I can't control everything. Mm -hmm. And it's the act of releasing control and accepting things for what they are and experiencing them internally first and trying to figure out things later mm-hmm. that I think that's what I am learning as I move into this birthday and accept all of this change that I haven't been able to accept for the past two years because I want to control so bad. Yeah, leading up to obviously like your birthday itself and whatnot after experiencing eight with them, you always said literally from the first birthday I spent with you that it's always bad every year. Something bad always happens. You never have a good time or it's just the day. Like you really loathed your birthday Mm -hmm. just for the day itself. Like you treated your birthday as an event just to be over with. Yeah. Like you would maybe ask for stuff like a present or two but we didn't really throw many parties. Like, realistically, like, we would have people over wherever we were staying or I would take you to dinner or something, but you're always just like, yep, it's my birthday, okay, what day is it? Oh, it's a Thursday, all right. And, like, you just move on past it, Mm -hmm. and I feel like you kind of just, like, it's like you're rolling over a hill, like mm-hmm. you're just trying to get over the hump of your birthday mm-hmm. and it doesn't allow you to accept that change in that moment. Like looking back at it, because I feel like you're, let's say it was from 20 to 21 because that was a big birthday. Yeah, that one was Or even hard. 19 to 20, like 
you still were 19 for a lot longer, mm-hmm. obviously, after becoming 20, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, mentally, you're just like, oh, over my birthday, okay, I'm 20 now, but you're just saying you're 20. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, you don't know what it's like to be 20 because you haven't been that age yet or you think 20 is supposed to have this meaning or whatever the case may be. You're technically out of your teens. Now you're, like, closer to adulthood. Mm-hmm. But you always treated it as such, like, a dreadful time. And I you always tried to blend it with Halloween so it could have another meaning to it rather mm-hmm. than just having all the focus on you. Because yeah. you also have that issue of, like, don't, don't like look to, at me. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the center of attention, but you worded it way better. Don't fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah. If that's one thing I know about you, I'm just like, oh, God. When people are like, why is she like this, bro? I'm like, I don't know. But I love it. <laughs> I lo- I'm the only one that knows how to deal with it. I'm the only one. Literally. And I'm good at it. I was going to say, because even my parents, they're like, what is her problem? And you're like... I have all of the answers. You're like, I wish I knew. But yeah. You're like, I have all of the answers, but I don't know if you could handle any of them. Yeah. Sorry for that long tangent. No, thank you for that. I had to. Yeah. Thanks for getting to know me the way that I am. This is just the start. Yeah. And it's a weird thing, too. Like, I know we're kind of diving into, like, the relationship side of this, but, like, I I say it. To Abby constantly in the middle of us having like a profound conversation or something like serious happening that we're talking about. And I'm like, we were just friends at one point. Literally. Like, I didn't know you. I've only known you for these eight years. You're a stranger in my house. Yes. (laughs) What? (laughs) Do you ever just look at me and you're just like, that's a stranger. In those moments when we're having those talks, I'm like, who is this person that I'm being this deep with? Like... I have that we never share a child with. Yeah, another one's on the way as well. Yeah. <laughs> the one day I was like, "Thanks for having my kids." Like, just saying it because I'm like, you know, you didn't have to do that. Like, you were, we were just friends at one point. We were just strangers. Yep. Yeah. But of course, we treat it as a joke, and it might sound crazy to somebody listening to this. Yeah, it's all good fun. But like, we know where we're at. With oh it. yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes sense to yeah. us. Yeah. But that's hilarious. Yeah. So will you dive into some of these for me now? Yes. So again, the biggest thing that I'm learning right now is not to be so caught up on trying to control everything. And that I think is what's causing confusion right now because, you know, we have my birthday dinner on Friday mm-hmm. and um, with my family and that's, it's hard Not because I want to spend my birthday with anybody else, because I don't, but it's hard because everybody's different personalities come together, and I just want it to be calm and chill, and I don't want to hear any backhanded comments. Not necessarily towards me, just in general. Just shut Mm -hmm. up. Just shut the fuck up. You're like, let's enjoy each other together peacefully. Yeah, I want to enjoy my scallops and risotto. In mm, peace. I cannot wait. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good birthday pig. I know. <laughs> That's all. Oh, I know. So anyways, that I think is what is sort of forcing me to like be like, hey, bud, you can't control everything. This is still your family. 
and they just want to celebrate your birthday. Don't be so mad. They're just going to be who they are. Yes. Because regardless, you still show up. I do. And you still love it anyway. Mm-hmm. No matter how sour your face is after. Yeah. You still wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not one of those, like, big birthday party people. I don't want to show up to, like, an event with, like, a DJ and catered food and stuff like that. We don't go out to the club. No. Is that a Heli- fucking It's the helicopters <laughs> again. Why? This has been, like, way too frequent. We're in the city, too. Like, what is happening? And that explosion the other day? That was crazy. <laughs> like, you know, normally living in the city, you hear some booms here and there. And you're like, was that a firecracker? An M80? Or a fucking gun. <laughs> but this time we heard a boom and then like... Even the background was like... And we and, were like, what? And then like a fire truck and some other emergency vehicles like rode through. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, that that was real. That wasn't just someone messing around. Yeah, there's some weird shit going on. Sorry here. for the distractions. Where were we? I was saying that I would never show up to, like, a catered event with, and like, And I said DJ. you wouldn't go out, yes. Yeah, and we don't, like, go to the bar or anything no. like that. Like, Abby's like, get me food, but I'm going to stay in my jammies all day. Like, yeah. we're not leaving. Yeah. I would, I would rather dress up to go to, like, my mom's house to eat dinner, but, like, still wear pajamas, so makeup and pajamas. No, nah, you're packing pajamas and wearing them on the way home. You know me so well. <laughs> you literally know me so well. Um... But in terms of, like, other things that I have learned in my in my 20s so far, right? Have you learned any of these things? Oh, um, I'll start with this one. Productivity isn't linear. Mm. And the reason that I say that is that what I view as, like, a productive day for my lifestyle and my choices is not going to be the same as everybody else. So the the grind culture that we see on social media that does heavily influence us as consumers can be really damaging. And I think it's important to know that like it's not a linear thing. It's not the same for everybody. It's not like it's not always going to be the same exact thing all of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to ebb and flow. That's been my thing lately. E- ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been my saying. Bobs and weaves. Yeah. Pushes and pulls. No, it's funny you say that. I saw um, on, I think, Instagram one of those carousel things, and it was like, if you gave carousel things. I if one day so you could only give 40% and you gave 40% then you technically gave 100%. That was like the the confidence thing. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> no, the self-esteem thing. You got to explain that cuz I don't say it right. So the saying is basically as we saw like a Reddit post or something like that. Yeah. It made us laugh. So basically if you have low self-esteem and low confidence, then you actually have high confidence or high <laughs> self-esteem, right? Yeah, you actually have high self-esteem because your confidence 
your self-esteem Match. matches. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny contradiction. Yeah. So, yeah. We struggled a little bit through that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult because, like, self-esteem and self-confidence are, like, they're basically, like, the same thing. But anyways, on the productivity thing, um, productivity is important, but so is rest. Yes. Um, I feel very passionate about that one because I, I'm a very all or nothing type of person. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) And I'm so like on the days that I'm like, I want to be productive. I'll literally like cause myself like physical harm and pain just for the sake of being productive, which sounds really terrible to say out loud, but like say I'm washing the dishes. I can't stop doing the dishes to go pee until the dishes are done. So I'll be there like cringing in pain, being like, oh my God, finishing the dishes. But the reward for me is going pee if I finish the dishes, which is a terrible way to get things done. It's okay. I've definitely done that before too. So you're not alone. Yeah. Just don't do that now, obviously. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But... Then on the days that I'm like, you know what? This house is a mess. It's staying a mess. And I just, I'm an all or nothing type of person. And Mm -hmm. so I have to remind myself that like being productive is important, but so is resting. And Mm -hmm. so I can try and find a middle ground just because I'm so all or nothing. I either give it my all or I give it my nothing. (laughs) Don't snap at that. (laughs) Oh, love and acceptance for yourself first, then others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because I do the opposite. Yes. I love everybody else an undeserving amount first, <laughs> and then whatever's left over, I save for myself. Which is what makes you not necessarily spiteful sometimes, but... No, it makes me spiteful. Okay. You said it, not me. You were going to say it. You owned up to it. It's fine. I wanted you to say it. That's so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's what makes you spiteful. Yeah. But you know what? Out of all of these things that I have learned, holding myself accountable, I think, is the highest thing that I could put on the list. Mm -hmm. There are so many people out there, like people that we know, friends, family, everything, that like you try and tell them about something like, hey, what you said hurt me or how you react to certain things makes me uncomfortable, things like that. And it's always like, well, this or but that and I can't and you don't know what I've been going through lately, blah, blah, blah. My life has been so hard. And it feels like, bro, just have a conversation with me. I'm not saying you like killed my cat or whatever, like, geez, (laughs) you know? So Mm -hmm. I take a lot of pride in the fact that I can hold myself accountable. So... Mm -hmm. When somebody does bring something to my attention or if you bring something to my attention, I can be like, yeah, okay. No, you and I have definitely learned to remove ourselves, like, not necessarily remove ourselves emotionally, but if we're like, all right, I'm bringing something to you. I just need you to hear me out. Mm -hmm. We can discuss it. You tell me how this makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, we feel it, but we're not outwardly expressive. We don't lash out at each other for it, like... And we don't always get that from other people we discuss it with. Yeah. Sometimes we're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So, like, 
it just uh, that does genuinely take practice of just yeah. like being able to talk it out and work through it. It's not some gift. It's not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it took us eight years to get here. Yeah, and like you know, you've been on almost all of these lessons. With Take a me. shot every time I said eight years. I've said it so much this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> or birthday. <laughs> it's a game now. Happy birthday. <laughs> but. Not just with conversations with other people, but going through the motions of like looking at your own behaviors Mm -hmm. and being like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I going through this? Or why do I constantly find myself in the same struggling position? Mm -hmm. You have to be able to hold yourself accountable. And if you can't hold yourself accountable, you're not going to grow. Accountability feels like an attack when you think you've done nothing wrong. Exactly. And that's the issue is that most people only view things from their perspective mm-hmm. with their own internal thoughts that they don't extend out to other people to explain why they do things or mm-hmm. their rationality behind things. So everything that we do as people is always justifiable mm-hmm. because we always have some reason. Absolutely. And I definitely used to be in that position. So was I. But I don't feel that way anymore because now I'm like, oh, what if I was on the receiving end of what I just said? Would yeah. that be would that be fair? Would that feel good? And if the answer's no, then it's like, okay, well, fix it, you piece of shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, another thing that I think I've had a full circle moment in the pro in the past year is This is a very personal one, so this is not an attack on anybody. It's just a personal experience, but we're taking a deep dive. I'm so sorry. I was going to say, I haven't been prepped on any of this. No. For anyone else's knowledge, like, I'm going into this just as blind as you are. No, I I said some of the simple ones first. I was like, oh, these are cute. Maybe I'll say some of these. Now we're going to take a deep dive. Anyway, (laughs) um, wokeism and spirituality may open a door to healing, but it won't save you. <laughs> this has been we've slightly discussed this we have slightly discussed this in different ways but um that i think has been the most full circle moment this entire year and i think it's because i've been able to spend so much one-on-one time with myself yes despite the fact that i am a stay-at-home mom and i have to clean and cook and mom and all of that crap right i still have a lot of time to think Mm-hmm. And be with myself. And because of that, I realized that, you know, new age spirituality is not everything that it claims to be. Yeah. Because it can be a pipeline into very left or right wing perspectives of things. Yes. I was going to take it from the standpoint of like... If you're taking it way too like aggressively, that's it. Ju- my point. It can makes it make it toxic. That's where I was gonna. Yeah, go. that's what like, I mean. Not necessarily in the political sense, but like as a person, if everything is about, uh, this is different topic. This is for your birthday. Yeah, go. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know. And so I have like I wrote like a little you know paragraph of. Mm my thoughts behind that. So basically, um, 
these new versions of thinking and perceiving are very catchy and are very trendy. And the over acceptance and portrayal of love and light is a really great business move to get people sucked into different products and services offered. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how like, you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> um, however, no amount of crystals or um, like spiritual bracelets or TikTok, which cleanses are going to um, give you the love and light that you desire. You can't buy love and light. Mm. You can't buy healing. You can't buy your peace. You can't and buy your peace. peace is real popular right now because everybody, even in their 20s, like us, we've said it before. We're like, we just want peace. And it's like, we haven't lived that much life to mm-hmm. be thinking this way. Yeah. So again, with but the it's holding. Not wrong. Yeah. But again, with the holding yourself accountable, like if you aren't willing to look inward and redirect your own negative habit habits to face your demons and your own self-sabotage, then it's just adding decoration to make your negative lifestyle look prettier. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, we try to post about it for some form of vanity or acceptance to make it seem like, oh, I'm doing this. So if you understand what someone's doing, you're like, they're probably feeling better or they're experiencing something better or they share an experience they've had from doing X, Y, or Z in terms of their new spiritual practices. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like to be like, oh, don't get into being spiritual or don't get into healing or anything like that. Do absolutely get into being spiritual or heal or whatever it is that you want to get into. I know it helped me a lot. Right. But it's when you're, oh, I'm going to do this cleanse or I'm going to wear this bracelet or I'm going to get this necklace or I'm going to get this crystal wrapped and wear it on a whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. When you're doing those things, but you're not changing your behavior. Yeah. You're just doing it thinking it's going to fix all the problems for you. You can decorate your body as much as you want. It's not going to fix anything if you're not going to take those things and be like, hmm, how could I use this to have me think more? Because that was that was what it did for me. Yeah. I got into crystals. I got in... I've always been into astrology, but... I've been into astrology. I've been into personality quizzes. I've been into meditation. Meditation is a huge one. Mm-hmm. All of those things led me to the same thing. What are my habits and what are my negative traits and how can I fix them? Mm-hmm. And if I can't permanently fix them, what can I do to cope better? That deserves some snaps. Because yeah. that's the hard shit. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, wear your evil eye bracelet, but it's not going to do anything for you if you're just going to continue to be the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I have one. You do. I and don't I wear think it it's, anymore. I was going to say, I think it's funny because you used to wear it all the time. And now I don't wear it anymore because I realized that it's like, I don't need that to be a better person. Mm-hmm. I don't need that to fix me. I also don't want people to think that you're portraying yourself as a better person now that you're pushing away from it because that's also a, th- a problem that you yes. and I have seen with wokeism. Like, Absolutely. oh, I'm, I'm on this new elevated uh, mindset, consciousness, insert whatever buzzword you want to use here. But like this is also part of the problem with it because as you rinse and repeat these cycles, once you break free of it, people 
get ostracized thinking that it's showing that you're better than them in some way, shape, or form. The, the, the thing that I'm trying to differentiate between what I'm saying and that mentality of like, oh, I'm going to step away. I'm, yeah, I'm I don't need high. that. Yeah. It's not that I don't need it because I'm better than it. I don't need it because I used it for the things that it needed to be used for. It already helped you. And it already helped me. Yeah. So with that being said, do I still meditate? Absolutely. But not to feel peace. Mm -hmm. The point of meditation is to sit with your thoughts and be able to sort through them. Right. And get through the meditation and be like, wow, these are all of the things that I'm feeling. I need to continue to work on that. There's also multiple forms of meditation, not just like the sitting, legs crossed, Mm -hmm. listening to frequencies and whatnot. Yeah. I still very much like the the tarot card readings and Mm -hmm. I still very much like um, hearing from people in astrology and stuff like that. Like all of that stuff still piques my interest. Mm -hmm. Crystals, not really. Um, Decorative spiritual bracelets and jewelry, no. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I don't need that stuff to give me that push anymore. Yeah, It's the prolonged use of those things as look at me i'm spiritual that is the issue for me or you've definitely grown out of this in the past year too like now that you're saying this like mm-hmm. referring it to what you've learned mm-hmm. it's crazy to see the transformation of like what we used to do because like i used to wake up and sit down and the first thing i would do is meditate i would have you come with me or we would sage the house and like we used to push on it a mm-hmm. lot but now we're just like man mm-hmm. we're good I feel like when I clean the house and like whether I'm manic clean or I'm very purposeful in my cleaning, I feel like when I clean and how I clean, my intention is always to A, make it smell good and B, (laughs) and B, remove any of the like, I don't clean just for the sake of like, oh, what if somebody comes over and my house smells weird? I don't clean for that reason. I clean for the reason of like, you know, it feels stuffy in here. Let's make it feel better. Yeah. And so that's for me is a bit spiritual. Yeah. Because it's and like it's ah. meditative to cuz you turn on your music, you shut mm-hmm. everything off and you just get in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So the thing that you said about like this past year and how I've really stepped away from all of that stuff is that I think this past year especially I have taken the approach of unlearning yeah. things. And I feel more vulnerable and like not literally naked, but metaphorically naked as a person. Yeah. I feel more exposed, especially doing this, like having our podcast and everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel more vulnerable and exposed than I ever have been before. But I'm the most okay with it that I've ever been. I don't like being the center of attention and like that might be weird because it's like I have a podcast. Yeah. Listen to me talk. Yeah. But I, I definitely, one of my like values, um, is definitely being seen and heard, Mm -hmm. but in a meaningful way. I don't want people to just look at me just because I think I'm special because I oftentimes don't think I'm special, (laughs) but I feel like this year I've really inched closer towards who I am on the inside and not who I'm trying to portray on the outside. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that feels really good. Even like the things that we've talked about, like how you've expressed before, you're like, oh, I really like when you dye your hair dark or um, 
those type of things, right. right? And this past year, I've been like, I don't care what you like. I like me better this way. And that's not to, like, yeah, shit on Juan. I know you're not coming at me for it. It's okay. Yeah, that's not to, like, shit on Juan and be like, he was pushing you to dress a certain way? Absolutely not. No, Abby dyed her hair constantly, and when she dyed her hair darker, like, pretty much black, I was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But I've let my natural hair grow out, and I don't wear, you know crazy earrings and things like that anymore like i'm very very simple you dress like steve jobs i do (laughs) (laughs) she has the exact turtleneck she wears her glasses yeah my brother and i both every time she wears it it's like the first time we see it and we're like yo you look like steve jobs and she gets so mad every time i hate it so much but i love that damn turtleneck but it's so wholesome and it's so you yeah but I think I've really achieved unlearning things and like becoming more of who I'm growing into be. Um, when we went to this Halloween parade last week and Juan looked at me and he was like, wow, you look so wholesome. Yeah, I did. You stepped out the car, you put on your mom jacket, you were getting ready to get Jewel out. But like just you standing there, I was, I said, you look cute. I was yeah. like, you're so cute. Like, mm-hmm. the wholesomeness, everything about you, like, you were just glowing. Mm. It's the pregnancy glow. I was going to say it's the pregnancy <laughs> glow, too. But it felt really nice to hear. Like, that's a compliment I've literally never received before. Like, you look so wholesome. You look so cute. And that's how you do it, fellas. <laughs> Stop going up to her saying she's beautiful. She wants to hear the wholesome stuff. Yeah. And that's all love. Yeah. <laughs> and... I'll say my last my last thing. This isn't all of them, but this is like one of the more important things. Um, the health is wealth thing is something I see on social media all the time. Health is wealth. But it is so severely underplayed. Like, I cannot describe to you how important your health is. I don't care if you're 16. I don't care if you're 12. I don't care if you're my age. I don't care if you're 30, 40. I don't give a shit how old you are Mm -hmm. it is the singular most important thing that you will ever have take care of your damn health look at the body look at the and i'm not talking about go to the gym and get a six-pack i don't care about any of that stuff i don't go to the gym yeah what i'm saying is look at the ingredients that's in your food they put shit in your food, and I know it's, in, you know, it make me sound like, you know, a health nut or whatever, but, like, they literally just put shit in your food just to put it in. Just to... Do what? Jewel when she was two. Oh, yeah. That was her favorite language. No, they put, like, gums and filler and crap in your food just... Gelatins. Yeah, just to... Make it more voluminous, mm-hmm. like not because it's actually good for you. Yeah. And there's always the argument: well, if they would put it in your food and it's digestible, then it's really not bad for you. Yeah, well, it's not good for you either. Yeah. No, you have definitely, and like I don't know exactly. Yeah. That was a Honda Honda time. Yeah. Um, I think this started for us more in college when we first were living on our own, and we're like, hey. How do we want to eat? Yeah. Like, because we didn't know. We had dorm food. We had 
dining hall stuff. We would eat fast food. And we found out that the... Because I did the project or yes. someone... This, in the speech class I was in, someone told me that the same like food provider for our college is the same food provider for prisons. Yes. So I'm just like, oh, we're paying for prison food, basically. Yeah. And I was like, that's really gross. And then, like, you know, you'd see some gross stuff in the dining halls from here and there. Yeah. But when we lived on our own, um, I actually, we tried going vegan for a little bit. That we ended was, up being pescatarian. I was going to say, I love eating fish. So we compromised and only ate, like, salmon Caesar salads. And sandwiches. Like, that's mm-hmm. all that was in our fridge. Mm-hmm. Salad, lunch meat and cheese, bread, <laughs> and salmon. Yeah. That's all we basically ate. And I didn't eat. She didn't eat meat. I actually stopped eating red meat for a while. Mm-hmm. And then now once we got into, like, once Jewel was able to start eating more regular food, mm-hmm. other than just, like, pureed stuff, we are like... What do we want to eat? <laughs> yeah, what do we want to eat? What do we want to feed her? Mm-hmm. And, like, we, uh, Abby's constantly on us about, like, sugars and, like, how much sugar is in something and, like, you Artificial know, colors. Yeah, and you look at the back of something and it says 28 grams of sugar. Like, have you ever seen how much that actually is for, like, a small can of soda? That might be wrong, but, like... You know, uh, actually, I got a Snapple right next to me. How many ounces is it, just to get for reference? It is eight. No, a serving size is eight. It is 20 ounces. So we would sit here and drink this top to bottom, right? So that's 20 ounces. I got 20 Ju- ounces. Jewel got a orange juice earlier. It was 10 ounces. Mm-hmm. It had 20 grams of sugar in it. Half of that size, mm-hmm. 20 grams of sugar. That's ridiculous. Clearly, we're passionate about food. We can yeah. dive into this. So We could I, make this a whole episode. Yeah. We actually probably should. Yeah. We'll talk about health as well here yeah. in the future. Yeah. But especially in the past year, like, we've been facing certain health complications and, like, you know, uh, heart disease runs in my family. So I've al- mm-hmm. I've always been scared about my heart and, like... That's why I try to stay athletic, stay moving. Like the most important thing to me is if my heart's working the right way. Mm -hmm. Like that's my number one fear Mm -hmm. is anything happening there. So us working on this and coming together like, no, we're not going to eat that. Or we're not necessarily buying organic because they can just slap an organic label on stuff. You got to look into that too. Because at first, you know, you're going to the grocery store paying more for organic. You think you're getting better. But you're not. Sometimes it's yeah. the exact same and they just change the label. Yeah. But I appreciate all that you do for our family and, like, leading us in that way. Thank you. Because I'm like, hmm, stuff that's good for you can taste good. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this mm-hmm. crap that we eat to begin with, but then it also doesn't have to be the gross stuff that's supposed to be healthy. Yeah, and, like, not. I won't, like, keep diving into it, but I did see something today that was, like, Kraft Mac and Cheese can't actually advertise that their product is cheese because the cheese packet Mm -hmm. is less than 50% cheese. (laughs) So it's not cheese. Dope. You know? It's so good. I know. And that's the issue is that, like, you know, I try to live by the fact of, like, if I can't pronounce all of the ingredients on the back 
on the ingredient list, then I'm not going to immediately buy it unless I do more research because some of those are like naturally occurring chemicals, right? Mm -hmm. And then other times it's man-made chemicals and it's like, oh, this is a byproduct of fossil fuels or something like that. Jeez. That's what Vaseline is. Yeah? Yeah. That's that's another thing. <laughs> Health is wealth is definitely coming soon. All right. But my point is with that is that like there's always the counter argument of, oh, um, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Right. And I, I say that frequently. I don't like that statement because, sure, you could eat McDonald's every single day of your life and by all means, you're more than entitled to do that. But if you end up, really? Oh my gosh. It's been a noisy night in the neighborhood. It's just because it's my birthday. If only they knew the greatness that was happening behind these windows that are closed. (laughs) Our poor shitty windows. (laughs) (laughs) One day we'll get a soundproof office. Oh yeah. I'm putting it out there now. Yeah. But, um... You know, you you could do that, right? But if you end up with health complications, you're no longer having a good time nor a long time. Yep. Yep. Peanut shook on that one. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then the other thing is, the other argument is that everything's a chemical. There's a huge, vast (laughs) difference between a banana... And craft mac and cheese. And you're not going to tell me otherwise. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How dare you assume that a banana is the same thing as craft mac yeah, and Yeah, thinking just like, oh, food is food. No, it's not. And that, you know, again, I won't dive into it, but the like eating in moderation, you can have anything in moderation is such a dangerous thing just because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because of the stuff yeah. that's in stuff. Like... Stuff Fuck. that's in stuff. Quote that. Put a rainbow behind the stuff it. Stuff that's in stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I about? Can see, I can see it. <laughs> the infomercial from like the 80s that like sparkles across the screen. It says stuff is in stuff. <laughs> Has the little bring wisdom by Abigail. Yep. Did I just first name myself? Yeah, you said your full name. You said a bagel. A bagel. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Yeah, we can do a full episode on that and our opinions and our experiences. But the reason that I am so passionate about this, I don't know if I ever disclose this, but all of the medication or medical things I was going through at the beginning of the year that I I was saying that I had like a biopsy and a CAT scan and all of that is because Mm -hmm. I was having um, a thyroid issue. Mm -hmm. And the thyroid is like your control center for your hormones and everything. And my personal experience has been really scary and um, really hard to overcome. And then as I'm dealing with that, I found out that I was pregnant shortly afterwards. And so mm-hmm. there was no resolution. And, you know, the the doctors um, were like, oh, you just have to have it removed. It's not a big deal. You have two. And it's like, it is a big deal. I wouldn't have two if I didn't need to. And you'd like, be on medication the rest of your life. And yeah. like we're really against that yeah like i just if i if it's functioning then i don't see why i need to take it out yeah you know and none of my tests came back like positive for anything so they came back inconclusive yeah so which was sketchy 
And that's also why you took it into your own hands this year. Yes. So, you know, it, that's not to say that everybody should do that. You should definitely get things tested and whatnot. But Consult with your doctor. Yeah, consult with your doctor, but you're the person living in your body, and you should absolutely make the choices that are correct for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the health is wealth thing comes for me, is that, like, I want to decide what ingredients I put in my body. I shouldn't have to look at the back of every single cream cheese container to see if it has guar gum in it, Mm. which is like a filling inflammatory gum just to make more of cream cheese. So (laughs) that's what that is. I'm passionate about cream cheese. So now that you've (laughs) dissected the previous 26 years, anything you're looking forward to for year 27? I think I'm looking forward to meeting this baby. Yes. And going into motherhood 2.0, mm-hmm. knowing that I have full capability of making decisions that are best for my family and that I'm not trying to appease other people all the time. That's Mm -hmm. been like a huge thing in my life is always trying to make everybody else happy. And now that I know that, you know, I want to get my health on track and I, you know, am spiritually in a good place and I am emotionally in a good place and I am unlearning so many bad habits and kind of like flowering into who I feel like I'm supposed to be. That I'm prepared for two kids mm-hmm. and I'm prepared to continue to stay at home mom. And that's a verb. Yes, <laughs> is definitely a verb. You know, so I, uh, I don't have any like concrete solid this, this and this. Right. But just a culmination of all of the things that I've learned and unlearned at the same time. At the same time. Stuff that's in stuff. Stuff that's in stuff. <laughs> Abby <make> Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, happy birthday. Happy early birthday. I said it first because clearly your birthday is not today yet. But also when this posts, this is after your birthday. So Confusing. Yep. <laughs> Just wish Abby a happy birthday whenever you get this, even if it's months later, I once you this, catch up. I hope this email finds you. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it finds you. It makes its way to you. And that's on 27 Things with Abby for her birthday. That was not. Well. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> not the wheeze. <laughs> and if you haven't heard it yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace. Love. And applesauce. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at peacelove.podcast for extra fun stuff. Okay, now it's really bye. Bye. Bye.